Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome everyone, this is Rafael Hernandez and you are listening to Believe in Barcelona. In case you don't know, I am part now of a podcast network from the United States called Believe and I'm looking forward to collaborate with them with many interviews and I promise I will have many exciting things for the months to come. So yeah guys, it's finally happened. Barcelona have won its first trophy in two years. It was a, just a massive relief after full time yesterday. I would say that I didn't celebrate much honestly, but it wasn't because I wasn't happy. It was my it was simply because I was relieved. A team with Messi simply cannot go for two years without a trophy. It was surreal and I'm glad that we righted this wrong, even if it was a lesser trophy. And of course, I'm always happy for the players, always them. And I would say that when I was younger, I actually cared for trophies, like for gloating against rivals and all of that. But nowadays, I would say since 2015, I am more of a person that celebrates trophies for the players because I would say that 2015 really taught me a lesson on that because we were really bound for an awful season, but we had made lots of wonderful signings and when things clicked and we actually won the treble, it was incredible to see young players like Ter Stegen actually being validated and even Alba too. Alba hadn't signed uh, that he he was just at the club for two years. So it was also a vindication for him, for Xavi, for Messi, Iniesta and all of the senior players. It was all that matters to me that these guys, these people that give me a lot of happiness every week, every week, every three days were actually smiling. And I don't know, maybe uh, I would say that celebrating titles is different for each one of us, but this is how I do things. And yeah, relief was really the word. It was validation for for this, this season. It's a very troubled season. I would say we didn't have any hope for the season and to think that we have turned things around enough to actually win a trophy in a, in a doomsday scenario like we had the season it's really a relief and honestly it's all it's all that comes to mind it was fantastic to see young players like Pedri and Ansu Elikes and Des and all of the other youngsters that we have at our team actually winning their first trophy it was i'm sure that this is the kind of moment that they will recall for the rest of their lives and honestly it's it's really all, all that matters from uh, for me the validation for the players and of course the spanish cup is a lesser trophy absolutely it's the smallest of the three trophies that barca challenges for every season yes but it's still an important competition for barca Because, of course, we, we are the biggest winners with 31 trophies and we have surpassed Atletico Bilbao too. It's been a while, but it's always good to recall that Atletico 
Athletic actually dominated the, the competition for most of its history and Barca came back and actually surpassed, surpassed them. And this is also a big win for, for Barca as a club because Barca, since the Guardiola days, now takes the Spanish Cup seriously every season and this cannot be overstated enough. Of course, the, the league and the Champions League are more important but we it's a, it's still a trophy it's a prestigious one it has a lot of historical meaning for the club too so don't let anything get in your way of being happy for this because this was absolutely deserved and of course if you put this spanish cup win into context i would say it's the most exciting spanish cup win that barcelona has had in this in this century because it was simply a crazy campaign. We actually struggled a lot against Rayo Vallecano and even the even the Minos, you know, the lesser clubs. We we struggled against them too. And of course, the insane, the absolutely insane um, match against Granada, actually coming back against all odds and winning like we did. That match was really special and it showed that the, the team was slowly but surely recovering on their way to actually challenging for the trophy. And of course we had the bad result against Sevilla and uh, the amazing comeback really it was maybe maybe we can call it the best match of the season at the end of it when because in terms of context I would say that coming back the way that we did against Sevilla was incredible because Sevilla has been one of the most informed things in, in Spain since the beginning of last year. And the way that we did it, you know, the fight, you know, actually trying until the end and going to extra time, time and finishing to and getting to the final, it was really, really special. And I would say... It wasn't the, the most exciting final. I would say that we are never going to have an uh, a final as exciting as that win against Sevilla, that 2-1 win against Sevilla with Luis Enrique. For the whole context of it, the whole fight, that, that, that match will always be one of my favorite Barcelona matches. But yeah, still, still we... It was, of course, a great performance in the cup final. Barca has over a dozen of great to fantastic performances in the Spanish cup final. And this definitely was one of them. And it's interesting that I keep recalling the, the penalty shootout win against Real Sociedad in the, in the Super Cup. It's I don't know why, but I feel like it's part of this because... Everything just had to go to, to extreme lengths for Barca to proceed. And it was our first penalty shootout. And I don't believe that I even commented this on the podcast. But it was crazy that that was Barca's first penalty shootout in nearly 30 years. And we actually we actually went through and Ter Stegen was incredible. Anyway, I digress. And the only thing that I want to say before actually commenting the whole match and the performances is I, w I want to discuss Hiki Puig because Koeman simply dropped him for the final 
and it was really unfair because he preferred he preferred to send Hikipuik to the to the stands instead instead of ha actually having him on the bench. I don't know. I don't know why. I think it's we actually. I know why. I think we all do. Uh, Koiman simply does not rate Puig. We we know that by now. But it was really unfair. Uh, a little bit distasteful, but that's how how the coach wants to do things. I would just leave that leave at that. Let's just leave a note. I would say that the most important thing is without a doubt the cup win. So speaking of the whole performance, I would say the the first half was a little bit of a pain. I I was quite irritated with the first half because. Let us be honest, Atletico Bilbao simply did not show up for this final. They they were the nerves got to them. They had already lost uh, a, a, another Spanish Cup only two weeks ago, and it really got to them. And they didn't show up. Barca dominated possession. They created all chances. And to think that we actually didn't take the lead in the first half is absolutely crazy. And I'm sure, I'm sure that everyone, not only myself, thought at the moment that, okay, we haven't taken our chances again for the hundredth time this season and maybe Athletic is going to come back in the second half and maybe score a goal and get lucky and we are going to lose this cup. Yeah, I had, I had that bit in my mind. I was really worried that maybe we are going to, to actually have to suffer another really i wouldn't say embarrassment but another really painful result but thankfully it wasn't the case the the second half was one of the best halves of football that barcelona played under coeman simply impeccable and of course we had that big miss by griezmann but he simply scored a few minutes a few minutes later and it was a, a big relief to see Griezmann score, but because let us be honest, guys, if we can choose the best player of the tournament of the Spanish Cup this season, it has to be Griezmann. He was incredible and and he participated in key plays in the semifinals. He was fantastic against Granada. He participated in the goals against uh, Rayo Vallecano, and overall. The guy, I would say he, he, he's been hit or miss for, for our club since he joined, but this tournament was his. He gave his all. He never stopped trying. And I'm really, and I'm really happy that he was compensated uh, the, by, by scoring the, the opening goal in the, in the cup final, the, the goal that opened, that opened the hatches for Barca to score more. It was worthy. I would say that he completely deserved it. And of course, what is to, what is to talk about in this final if not for Frankie De Jong's amazing masterclass? I'm not. I'm not entirely sure of this, but this might have been Frankie's best performance in a Barcelona shirt. The guy was simply everywhere and. Of course, we tend to exaggerate because we want the players to be successful at the club, but this time, no, Frankie was completely impeccable on pitch. And 
the way that he he scored the second goal it was fantastic it was a reward for his fantastic match but even if he had he would still take the man of the match if i was to give it he was like i said everywhere he combined well with messi he defended well he brought the ball forwards many times his positioning was impeccable his interceptions just an all-round complete midfielder performance from Frankie and let us not forget that he's only 23 years old guys he is really really young and he's only going to get better and I'm really confident that this guy is going to stay at least 10 years or more at the club he will be an massive success and when Frankie plays at the level that he played against Atletico Bilbao Athletic Bilbao in the in the final and of course that amazing match that he had against Real Madrid at the Bernabeu too for Ajax this guy when he plays at this level he is one of the he is one of the best midfielders in the world if not the best it's uh, simply an awe-inspired performance I was really happy to see it and he's a guy that he, you know, he feels the colors. Uh, he actually values the club. He wants to be there. He could have chosen Manchester City or PSG. He could have gotten more money, but he chose Barca. And yesterday was the first time that the club could give a little, a little bit back for his trust in the club by winning his first trophy for the club. Overall, really happy with Frankie. And of course, if we want to talk about a masterclass, we we need to talk about Messi. The guy is incredible. <laughs> of course, this is really redundant because Messi is just Messi. He did what he does in finals. He has scored 31 goals in 34 finals that he has played for Barcelona. He became yesterday the player with the most goals in scored in finals in football history. And... He surpassed, he surpassed Pelé. Pelé actually has 30 goals in finals. And the guy the guy was incredible. He struggled a little bit in the first half, but he still had some good moments. That incredible pass that he made. But the moment that he started going and he scored a goal, everything started to come on easily for him. And that, and that second goal, that fourth goal by Barca, that goal was a masterpiece. That goal is Barcelona itself because it was a passing combination by the club that lasted over two minutes. Every single one of the Barcelona players touched the ball and Frankie participated from beginning to end. Same for Messi. Messi actually, the first touch that Messi uh, had on display that led to the goal was actually close to Barcelona's box. So, yeah, I would say it's one of Messi's best goals. Maybe I would put in the you know, top 30 and top, or top 40 because Messi has so many incredible goals. But overall, he was incredible and actually, you know, seeing Messi lift another trophy, it was it was special. The guy really loves the club and of course Messi, bur bur uh, birdless Messi, is the best Messi in my opinion. But I don't think that his beard actually affects a lot of his a lot of his quality. And of course, Piquet's sacrifice on pitch 
was incredible. The guy was out for six weeks and then he was with a lot of pain and then he goes and plays the final and and his performance was fantastic too. Athletic Bilbao simply didn't have a single clear-cut chance during the entire match. He helped the club guarantee a, another clean sheet in the final too. Overall, a lot of respect for what Piquet did yesterday. And the celebrations too. Piquet is, a, is also a king of celebrations. He was throwing champagne at his teammates at full time. And then when he was arriving back in the bus, he actually throwed a lot. He actually splashed champagne on all of the journalists waiting for them too. It was really funny to see. And Piquet really has a great time when Barca wins things. We, I, I have to admit that I kind of missed this. And, of course, Koeman was vindicated by not starting the melee. I was worried. I was a little bit worried when I saw him on the bench and Griezmann started, but everything went well. Griezmann opened the scoring and Koeman's choices in the final were spot on. I have absolutely nothing bad to say aside from the, the Pooch situation. But let, let us not focus on that, as I said before. And of course, the fullbacks too. Serginho Des was on once again excellent. And the guy, I really, really think that he's going to become the Barcelona right back for a generation. He can do it. Of course, he has. He needs to polish a lot of his defensive game. But going forward, he's really fantastic. He has a lot of flair. And under the right coaches, if if the coach actually takes time to actually improve this and plays a system that favors his strengths like Koeman is doing I have absolutely no doubt that he's going to be a massive success at the club and Jordi Alba too Jordi was incredible for the entire match he is a liability defending I have said that many times especially in El Clasico we all saw it but he is still creating many goals He has three goals and 16 assists for club and country this season. So that has to be respected. But still, I really wish that Jordi could defend better because you can attack. No matter how good you attack as a fullback, if you can defend, if there isn't enough cover for you, it simply cannot work. And finally, the the defense. Lengley was surprisingly reliable. He didn't make any mistakes and he is slowly rehabilitating himself after so many months of pain. And Minguesa was was great as he was in the Clásico too. Uh, I'm not sure if the guy will ever be a mainstay for Barcelona, but he he can he will always be a La Masia graduate that Barcelona can count on. That I am sure. And overall, I can't really say anything negative about the the player performances. Busquets was also fantastic. Overall, it was just a mature performance from the from the players. And the final, Pedri was was also reliable. He could, I would say that he could have played better. Yeah, but he he delivered a, a good performance. And imagine you being 18 years old. And actually playing a cup final for one of the biggest clubs in the world. So yeah, it's not easy. And he did it and he did well. Credit to him. And I want to comment a little bit about 
Athletic Bilbao too. He they they haven't won a Spanish Cup in over thirty years, and the last cup that they won was actually the the Maradona final, because Athletic beat uh, Barca in that final when Bar Maradona was at the club and Maradona involved himself in a fight, and he actually started kicking and punching the the rival players and he was banned for over three months and then he decided to leave to Napoli, and. One of one of Bilbao's players in a in a previous game between the two sides actually broke Maradona's leg. The his name was Goicochea, so the butcher of Bilbao. So there's a lot of bad blood in this fixture between Athletic and Barca. Not so much for the younger players, uh, the the young for the young supporters than the the older supporters. Absolutely not, but. I think that the the whole thing, how Athletic was simply kicking at Barcelona's players, and it's like almost match, almost every match between the the two sides, always end up with a lot of cynical fouling and complaining. So yeah, I would say yeah, I was happy to see Athletic actually be punished like this, losing two finals in two weeks. It was deserved for all of their their antics and of course you had the Villa Libre celebration with his trumpets for the for the Super Cup and that really left a bad taste in our mouths so yeah cannot forget that but as I said overall winning the final was a big relief and I would say that one thing that really really left me massively happy and that was Laporta's celebration in the in the dressing room at full time the, the players were all there in the dressing room and then he came he started hugging the players and singing together with them and damn guys it was simply incredible to see it like the president is one of us he actually cares for the club he loves celebrating trophies it means something for him and that is really special for me actually seeing uh, the a president that loves the club because we we lived over 10 years of presidents that simply don't understand what Barca is about or simply don't care and actually seeing Laporta screaming yesterday like a lunatic was really really great to see and of course the player the footballers at the club to know that Laporta has their back absolutely and this is really important to see that you have the backing of the club's president and by all means I would say that winning, as I said last week, winning the league, it will be very difficult, but it's not impossible. And maybe imagine actually finishing the season with a league and cup double. It would be incredible against all odds. But who knows? Let us be patient one match at a time and let's hope and let's hope for the best. And of course, Messi, I'm confident that he will stay the celebrations and everything that he did. I am confident that he's staying. No doubt, guys. And honestly, all that matters, a trophy, happy Messi, happy Laporta, good vibes that the club are back. This is what all we wanted and we got it. See you guys on social media and happy celebrations. We earned it.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.